Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Hi, welcome back. Today we're talking about hating the job sometimes. I started here as we put together the happy in medicine with Dr. Christina Arnold podcast. I was thinking, okay, what are the essential ingredients? If someone is new to the podcast, what must they know? Where are they in pain? And what are the easiest fixes to the pain? And this is actually one of the most common topics people bring into coaching or why people seek out coaching is because they're hating their job and they're finding that to be such a problem. So we for sure are going to be tackling that in today's podcast. Results happening today, expect them. This is a really common thought and people tend to think they're the only ones who think it. I went to a meeting once and I was like, oh my gosh, guys, I have to. And it was with a group of friends I met with every year. And every year we would talk about projects and what's going on, what we wanted to have happen the next year. And after like four or five years of friendship with them, I finally was like, I have to reveal something. And I remember thinking like, like I was revealing a deep, dark secret. It felt like a deep, dark secret. I was like, guys, I think I hate my job. And they're like, oh yeah, all of us too. (laughs) It was so, it blew my mind. I thought I'm the only one who's hating my job. And now in retrospect, let's go back and be like, "Um, okay, yeah, it's a lot of people are in this place, but at the time, I thought there was something really wrong with me or this job or my boss because I thought it was a problem that I hated the job. So that's what we're going to impact today. Here's how it might sound like you might hear yourself saying, I hate this boss. I hate this schedule. All my coworkers are greedy. Everyone has a better life than me. Everything's easier for them. All I get the most of the call shifts. I get the crappiest office. None of this is fair. I never get things to come my way. I have no choice. I either have to leave this job or I just have to wait for this boss to retire. Can you relate to any of that? So many people out there in the world who are not in coaching are waiting for their boss to retire. And let me tell you, she might be there a long time. I would just say she might look 80. She might have plans to be there until she's 120. Just saying, if your exit strategy, career success strategy is for the boss to retire, that is not going to be in your best interest. It could be a really long time. Other people are just like actively thinking the only way out is to leave this job, to leave this profession. And I just want to open up to the possibility there are actually so many more options out there. I have friends or colleagues or people out of coaching. They're like, you know what? I just need this coworker to go to a new job. And they're sending her ads. Like, maybe you should check out this job. And listen, if all that works, great. But what I want to say is those exit strategies, like boss has to retire, coworker has to leave, I have to find a new job, that plan has happiness years away for you. It takes a long time for people to move outside between jobs. The solution you're going to get today is to feel better today. We're going to skip years of waiting and years of being miserable. You ready? Right, what we want to start with, I want to start with this. This is a profound concept that's going to bend your brain a little bit but you want to see this first. I wanted to first talk about why you should not love your job 24-7. Let me say that again. Many of you are out there in the world thinking, I'm supposed to love this job all the time. And I'm going to start with, you should not love your job all the time. 
Here's why. I'm going to give you a few reasons. The first is if you were happy with your job, if you were in love with it all the time, you'd never change anything. They would just give you this, you know, the role in academics is it's a slow creep, more and more stuff every year. Because a trainee, it's easy to think, oh, I'm an attending, it'll get easier and easier, easier. No, what happens is it gets harder and harder and harder because the job gives you more and more and more work. It's a slow creep, more committees, more papers, more responsibilities. And if you're happy all the time, you'll never slow down to question it. You'll just start accepting it. You'll never slow down and say, okay, do I really want to do this? Is there a way to make it better? You'll never question the workload, the schedule, the processes, the systems. Loving your job 24-7 is not useful. Your brain is going to be like, but we should love it all the time. It's not useful. And especially if you aren't loving your brain, it's going to be very painful to expect it 100% of the time. It actually doesn't help. It could actually make the job so much worse if you're never slowing down to check in on what do you want? How can we make this better? Hating the job sometimes actually can be useful as long as you're not shaming yourself, because what's happening is your brain is just finding areas that aren't quite working for you. And it's throwing up a billboard and you're receiving it and kind of like processing it as hate, but it's really your brain trying to make the job better. It's brainstorming. Like, what can we do to have this be a better fit? You actually want to hate things sometimes. It's the best way to see what's not fitting and make it better and have you loving your job. I know that's going to be some of hard, very hard for some of you to hear. It's okay. It's not just okay to hate things. You should hate things sometimes because they're going to reveal what you want and how to get it. And that will take you to love. That will help you love your job more, admire your boss more, appreciate your coworkers more. It really will. Hate can take you to love. That's what this whole episode is about. All right. Number two, why you should not love your job all the time is this. You don't want to be happy all the time. Let me tell you, it's exhausting. So I'm when I think back to what was my happiest moment of my life, you do the same here. It was when, when uh, I, I'm going to say my, my first child was handed to me, or also when my second child was handed to me. My first child was handed to me, just it's simpler to say this on a podcast. When she was handed to me, and I felt such emotion. That was the happiest I had ever been up until that time until I had my second baby. Then I was just as happy. It's that flood of emotions that happens, right? It's the happiest I've ever been. And I was in that period, I was sobbing uncontrollably. I was gushing with so much emotion. It's not useful to be in that place 24-7. Your brain's going to be like, we should be happy all the time. That feeling, there's a reason why we only have that feeling a couple times in our life because you can't do any, like that feeling keeps you from getting anything done except crying nonstop. It's exhausting. It is not safe or useful to be in that space all of the time. I remember when I brought her home and I saw a Visa commercial and I was just, my husband thought, someone had died. He walked in the room. He saw me just uncontrollably sobbing. It was that like that intensity of emotion. It feels beautiful for a period, but it actually isn't something you want 24 seven. Reason number three, you should hate your job some part of the time is there is a role for those so-called negative or uncomfortable emotions. For example, if a loved one dies, like grief might not be your favorite feeling in the world, but when a loved one dies, it's going to be your favorite feeling in the whole world. It's going to be so much in alignment with 
who you are, where you are. It's going to allow you to remember your loved one in a really beautiful way. It's going to allow you to grieve through the loss and remember what the person meant to you and the impact they had on your life. Like being happy in a moment of extreme grief will not feel right. It will not feel okay. So we want to just get to this place where we don't actually want to be happy all the time. There is some usefulness in some of these negative emotions. It can be so beautiful. If what we're really feeling is grief, telling ourselves we should be happy will be very painful. Allowing ourselves to grieve will be very beautiful. We actually do not want to be happy all the time. We really don't want the full human experience, love, hate, grief, sadness, et cetera. Last reason on why you should hate your job sometimes, why you shouldn't be happy all the time is think about it. If we were happy all the time, we would actually never know if we were happy or not because it's the only feeling we have. It's this very like monolithic, one-dimensional thing. We wouldn't have something to compare it to. It's the contrast in life that has us really understanding. So when we are in pain over sadness, it really does contrast with happiness. Now we know what it is to be happy. The sadness, if we sink into it and coach ourselves and get support and take care of ourselves, the sadness will walk us into happiness. Same thing with anger. may not be our favorite feeling in the world, but if we sink into it, understand it, coach ourselves, get support, it will take us to peace. Same thing with anxiety. Sink into it, understand it, coach on it, it takes us to calm. Same thing with hate. If you can kind of understand what's going on, where the value statements, where the mismatches, how to correct for it, it will take you to love. It's as simple as that. It's just how it works. Most humans outside of coaching do not know this. This is, I mean, principle, what we do in my coaching program all the time. Your hate for your job has its certain advantages. If you were to love your job all the time, it's not sustainable. It's not realistic. And it probably would make your job worse in some really significant ways. So let's continue on our discussion on why a career strategy is not going to be waiting at your boss or coworkers, how we can shave years off this hate for the job. You ready for the solution? Here it is. It's okay to hate the job sometimes. We've been building up to it. Want to let that sink in. It's okay to hate your job sometimes, especially if your job is high pressure where there literally are life and death stakes, long hours, your healthcare system might've just been bought out by another company. And now your system is not even run by a doctor. It's run by a non-doctor and their focus is on profits. Of course you will hate your job. Sometimes nothing has gone wrong. I want you to sink into how that feels. This is a very common issue clients bring when they're coaching. I hate this job and it's such a problem. And when I let them know, actually, we're going to pause right there totally allowed to hate it. Actually, you should hate it sometimes. Actually, it makes so much sense. Of course you do. Let's understand the hate first. Most people will feel the sense of openness and ease. Like instead of fighting themselves, they shouldn't have this hate. The job should be different. The boss should be different. They should be different. It brings in a lot of relief. So kind of like play around with that. If you're hating your job, sometimes imagine in that moment telling yourself, nothing's gone wrong. Of course I do. I totally get it. Because the truth is all humans have all the feelings, infinite number of feelings. There's love in there and there's also hate. There's patience. There's also rage. There's kindness. There's also anger. 
it's normal to hate sometimes. It doesn't make you wrong, bad, or less than. It makes you human, just like me. This is a profound concept, so we're going to work on this a little bit in this podcast. I just want to make space for many of you have probably been taught millions of times, hating is evil. You should never hate. It makes you a bad person. And then think about where you first learned hate was bad was when you were a real small human. You're very well-intentioned parents. If they were like mine, your school teachers, your churches, your jobs really sent a lot of messaging about being nice and smiling and kind. And there was this other message that if you're not in the kind, nice feelings, something's wrong. You did something bad. So we have a lot of shame around these negative emotions. It might sound something like this. Listen, you should not be asking for too much money because if you do, your new boss is going to be angry with you. Your colleagues are going to be hurt if you get promoted too fast. We have this messaging all around our society that we're responsible for other people's behaviors and emotions, and it makes it so hard for us to take care of ourselves. It makes it easiest, easy for us to hate that job. Get a lot of messaging from work. We should be volunteering. If we don't volunteer, we're not team players. That's a bad thing. So we learn from society and our workplaces, a condition that taking care of ourselves is selfish. When you have this mindset, you're supposed to be nice and happy and volunteering and not and selfless all the time, taking care of everybody else first, that nice is good and that hate is evil. When you have the normal human motion of hate, it will be very easy to make yourself wrong, bad, lesson, and blame yourself. To tell yourself you're not working hard enough, you're not good enough, you haven't played the political game well enough, your house is too small, your car is old, right? That's what it sounds like. And I want to intervene that kind of thinking to let you know this is never true. How do I know? How can you know for sure? Like, is this true or not? This is the, tr- this is the tool I teach my clients. It's a thought you're thinking is causing you a lot of pain and shame. It's just not true. And in my coaching program, I'll teach you how to interrupt and redirect it, but it's just enough to be aware right now. But what if the thought you're thinking is just not true? Something else to keep in mind is when you have this mindset that hate is evil and bad, and you find yourself feeling the normal human emotion of hate, it will be very easy to blame others. It'll sound something like this. This boss, terrible leader. This work culture, completely toxic. The system totally set up against us. Now here, my advice for you is, you might be true about all of that might be true. (laughs) I have worked a few jobs. I'm not arguing with you on any of that. And where I want to point it out is, then of course you should hate the boss, the work culture, the system sometimes. And check in with how that feels. If you're not making yourself wrong for having normal human emotion, you might just start creating more calm, space, ease, and relief for yourself. You are not wrong for hating your job sometimes. All humans do. Any human would. And this is where we start. This is not where we end. This is where we start. Now, some of you are going to be worried, well, if I allow myself to hate, I'm going to get stuck in this feeling and I'm going to hate forever. And I want to point out this, that hate is a feeling. It's a temporary vibration in your body. In my program, you learn how to create your emotions on purpose, feel them on purpose, connect and control them. But just know for now that any feeling you have will not last 24 seven forever. It can't possibly. There is no feeling you've had in your life that's lasted 
12 years, right? It's not possible. Feelings are temporary vibrations in our body. They come and they go. Hate will not last forever. Just like love will not last forever in your body. It will come and it will go. It's an emotion that flows freely. Now my program, you'll learn how to create your emotions on purpose and let go of the ones you don't want to feel. But I think it's enough to know just to give yourself that relief that your feelings will be temporary. You cannot possibly get stuck in them. You will have a hundred feelings over the course of this week. One of them is hate. One of them is love. So you learn to allow the hate, not make yourself wrong. You'll be able to release it. You'll make room for more love. You cannot possibly get stuck in hate. Your brain is too powerful. So powerful, right? And this is the beauty of a lifetime program is because you can know you'll never get stuck in anything. When you have coaching access tools, support a certified expert level coach for life, you get stuck in nothing ever. Not Not in a marriage that's a dead end, not in a job that's dead end, not in a friendship that's dead end. You don't get stuck, period. All right, another thought people are gonna have is, I don't want to hate because I think it'll force me to do something terrible. And what I teach in my program is that feelings never, ever, 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 ever cause actions without our consent. Let me say that again for the people in the back. Feelings never, ever, 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 ever cause actions without our consent. We have to give permission. We have to sign on the form and be like, yes, I'm throwing this ball across the living room. Yes, I'm going to yell. Yes, I'm going to leave this faculty meeting right now. We have to give consent and then our body follows our brain. So your feeling of hate will never force you to do anything terrible. You may sometimes like feel the feeling of hate, see red, and then yell, and it might seem like it's an instinct and there was no there was no ability to stop it. That's just what happens when you're outside of coaching. Inside of coaching, I'll sl- help you slow it down so you see there's actually a million micro decision, micro moments between the moment you feel hate and you yell in the faculty meeting. There's actually a million points of consent that happen. You control all of them. You might sometimes be like, I hate, and now I'm going to yell, and it will be a choice, and you're human. You can choose that. And sometimes you'll feel the hate, and you'll decide, you know what? I I don't really feel like yelling right now. (laughs) I'm going to step out of this meeting. I'm going to go get a coffee. I'm going to go call my mom. I'm going to go call my coach. I'm going to go journal. I'm going to go thought download. I'm going to go get coaching tonight. You'll find that there's actually always a million options. Hate will not drive any of those actions. Hate will be a feel, a temporary vibration in your body, and you will choose what to do next. Hate, in fact, cannot make you do anything terrible. You have full control. How does that feel? So powerful, right? All right. And I want to kind of also add a twist to it. So the people who are thinking, I can't feel hate because it'll have me do something terrible. I want to offer you this other thought. I really believe not allowing ourselves to be ourselves. That is if part of our ourselves hates our job and we're like, no, we can't hate it. That's a terrible feeling. Not allowed. Can't do it. My mama told me so. And so did my church. I want to kind of offer that when we don't allow ourselves to be ourselves, that's when terrible things actually happen. Stay with me. So imagine you're in this job, you're kind of hating on it. You're feeling like you shouldn't hate it. And then you shame yourself and tell yourself you're evil. You're a bad person. And there's so much wrong with you. And a good person would just put up with it. It's not that bad. 
and we're criticizing ourselves, we're making ourselves smaller and smaller and smaller. What if that's the terrible thing that happens? We are terrible to us. Now consider this. Along those lines, we fill up our body and our brain with all these horrible thoughts about our boss, our job, our coworkers. They're greedy. They have favorites. It'll never be fair. And our brain is full of horrible thoughts and we're full of hate. And we tell ourselves we can't have it. We're kind of terrible to them too. And so what if not allowing ourselves to be ourselves is the terrible thing? What if the solution is to allow our hate and not make ourselves wrong for it? All humans have all the emotions. Hate is just one of them. This just makes me human. There's nothing wrong with me. This is a part of my lived experience. I am not wrong for hating the job when my bonus is smaller this year than it was last than it was last year. I am not wrong for hating my job when the schedule comes out again and look, whoops, there we go again. I have three more call nights than everybody else. I'm not wrong for hating my job when she asked me to volunteer on my day off and I've just finished an 11 day in a row shift. I'm not wrong for hating my job sometimes. Let me tell you a story and I'm going to tell you just so it can illustrate some of this. One of my very first clients who's still working with me said something so beautiful. Are you ready? Should be a title to a book. It's so good. I hate my, this is her very first session. She said, I hate my boss and the feeling is mutual. I just about died. I was like, that is so good. So when she started, she just had so much anger and resistance and resentment for her boss when she started coaching. And she would explain to me, my boss has favorites. I'm not one of them. Schedule's always unfair. Always have more call shifts. The favorites people, her favorite people get the better schedules, the bigger bonuses, the better offices are promoted faster. And if you're not her favorite, you're not getting any of that. And at the beginning of our coaching, her thought was, you know, I just have to wait for her to her retire. She's 70. She should be retiring. Folks, don't listen to that thought. People work a long time, especially if you're in pathology. You might work a long time because the living is good. And so she really thought, you know, well, I'm going to wait till this boss retires. And every, and every year she kept telling herself, maybe it's this year. Maybe it's this year. And her and her colleagues would be like, do you think it's this year she'll retire? Everyone was banking on this chair retiring. And it had her, without her knowing, realized she was really trapping herself in years of unhappiness, where the only option she was giving herself is wait out the boss, go find another job. And through coaching, she came to understand this hate had something for her. I teach my clients, every emotion has a gift for you. If you're willing to explore it, this emotion could take you to the best next phase of your life. So she went there with me. She was willing to explore, like, what did this hate, where was this hate, what was the hate about? There was nothing wrong with it. She was a normal human. What was underneath the hate? And once she released the judgment of the hate, she realized the main issue was that there was a mismatch in schedule expectations. She thought as she got more senior, she would have more time off because that was a pattern of her residency and fellowship. It was a reward for becoming more senior. So you just get more time off. And the junior colleagues who are just starting, who are just trying to get their diagnostic chops on, they get more time off as they build up their clinical service. That was her expectations of how things should go. Problem was her boss had a different set of expectations. 
he grew up in a different system where senior people got the heaviest schedule. And his reasons were, well, you're faster, you're more experienced, you've done this more often, you should have more schedule uh, service time. And that should free up the junior people who are newer and slower so they have more time to write their papers and get through their caseloads. And so they just had a mismatch in expectations. And the hate wasn't really personal about the boss as much as it revealed she wanted more downtime. That's actually what was going on. And she wasn't getting it, so she was hating. The hate was a sign that there was some mismatched expectation. She came into coaching and that was her impossible goal. She's like, I want more service time by Christmas. Something we can measure, beautiful, impossible goal. She took my 45-minute negotiation course. We coached on the idea of, well, first we found that her hate was really about the schedule and we coached on every stage of the negotiation process. Every stage, from idea to concept to meeting to done to execution. And we worked with her boss, not against her boss. And her boss helped her transition to a lighter service. And that actually wanted to be the perfect solution. So her boss wanted to see that if, as he did the schedule, the more senior people were on the most weeks. And so she could check that box. And many of the weeks she was on, she was put on a lighter service. So she could check the box. She was on more weeks, but her service weeks was less. Her volume went down. She got the time she was looking for. He got the service he was looking for. It was a matched expectation of the schedule. She loved the new system. She loved her new work situation. She stopped hating her boss. This is an example, one of many, many, many. I can give you a hundred examples of how hate will bring you to love. If you drop the shame and judgment of the hate, if you get really curious about what's going on, what's the value statement at risk, what's the real issue here, and you're willing to go out there and create the thing that you want most. It's so easy to do when you're in a lifetime coaching program. It will be the same for you. Her hate brought her to love. It will be the same for you. Your hate will bring you to love. You can drop your resistance of it, accept the full human experience, not make yourself wrong for hating, be so curious about what's going on, and then be willing to go create it. Remember, all humans hate sometimes. It doesn't make you bad, wrong, or less than. It makes you human. This is where we start. And then we dig in a little deeper. We're like, let's be curious about what's the value mismatch here. and let's correct it. This is how hate brings you to love every single time. If you're listening to this podcast and you're hating your job and you're wanting more love, or you're hating parts of your marriage and wanting to love your husband more, or you're hating something with your mother-in-law, your mom, your teenager, you want to have more love in that relationship. I want you to know this. I can help you. We actually do this every day in my lifetime program. You're going to learn how to allow all your emotions, not make any of them wrong. Find those messages in the emotions, find those value mismatches and know how to correct for them, how to give yourself what you want. This is how hate will bring you to love. Allow the feelings, be curious about what's going on, see the mismatches, go out there and create it. There are two um, ways. If you'd like to do this work, 
can enroll right now at ChristinaArnoldCoaching.com. It's all one word, Christina with a C-H, ChristinaArnoldCoaching.com. You can also, if you're there, if you'd like to schedule a free consult so we can chat about your specific situation, I'll outline what's possible in my program and you can ask any questions. I'll answer them from a neutral place. There's no pressure. It's just for you to have all the information you need to make the best next decision. You can enroll and or book your free consult at christinearnoldcoaching.com. It's all one word, C-H, christinearnoldcoaching.com. Remember, you're right where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing at the exact right rate. And so is everyone else. See you next time. Bye.